Welcome to What the 90s Podcast, where we discuss all things pop culture from the 90s and early 2000s. Some of the things we discuss will make you laugh, some will make you think, and some will have you saying, What the 90s? Hello and welcome to another episode of What the 90s Podcast. My name is Avery and this is actually episode number three and we are going to be talking about the best snack foods of the 1990s and early 2000s. Now I do want to preface this episode by saying this will just be snack foods. I'm going to do a whole nother episode just on drinks from the 90s and 2000s and also another episode just on candy because I feel like there's so much to uncover here. So if you don't hear your favorite candy or drink, don't be disappointed. We'll have another episode for those later in the podcast. I said we have a lot of things to uncover, but I should have definitely said unwrap. That was a missed opportunity. I think in general, we have a lot of nostalgia for our childhood because, you know, we go back to this time where we didn't have bills to pay. It was much easier in general for most of us, and we most of the time have fond memories. And some of that nostalgia, it's so fascinating to me how the sense of smell and taste can play so much into our memories. I mean, I would hazard a guess that most of us have a favorite childhood meal favorite childhood snack and we could probably like if we were to eat that now or taste that now it would probably take us right back to a certain time in our childhood and I think that's so cool like this is not on my list but a lunch staple that I grew up with was just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and Fritos and for some reason if I'm like having a bad day now or I'm just not like sure what to make I will sometimes still just refer to that because it's like you have the sweet of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then you have the salty from the Fritos and I don't know why but that takes me back to eating in a elementary school cafeteria or sometimes I would take that snack on field trips so I just it it just takes you back it's so weird it's a comfort food or it's it's just a comfort thing and it's like no matter what else is going on in the world, or I, I don't have my crap together, I can just know that this sandwich and these chips are going to taste good. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to jump into this list. They're in no certain order. I just added a bunch of things that I specifically remember eating. I didn't like go by any polls or anything like the top snack foods of the 90s. I just kind of went based off of my memories and things I remember personally eating. So number one, and you had to know this was going to be on this list, is Lunchables. I remember when kids started taking these to the cafeteria when I was in elementary school, and I used to literally beg my mom. I'd be like, let's get Lunchables when we would go to the store. And she was like, no, I'm going to make you a sandwich. This is just for lazy parents, <laughs> which sounds horrible. But I was just like, I, I think they're fun. I, I really wanted one. I was like, look, mom, I don't need you to like cut little stars in my sandwich. I, I just, I literally just want a Lunchable. I was all about quantity, not quality as a kid. And if my mom's listening to this, she's probably like, all my efforts went unnoticed. But I'm looking at these pictures on Google. And of course they have everything that I remember. They have the crackers, the little lunch meat slices, which I'm assuming is bologna but it could be anything. It's mystery meat. And then there's cheese. 
But my favorite was the pizzas. I always wanted to make the little Lunchable pizzas. And occasionally, when I went to other people's houses, like my friends, we would just be given Lunchables and it was the best day ever. Oh yeah, they also had nachos. I was looking on here and I was like, oh, I completely forgot about those. But yeah, all the cool kids had Lunchables. And I mean, my lunch was was always very nice, but there were times when (laughs) I have this distinct memory of my mom would always put a banana in my lunch. And she doesn't know this, but I would never eat it. I was just like, ugh, it just grossed me out. I don't like bananas. I, eh, I'll i eat them if they're in a smoothie now. But as a kid, I was just like, I want potato chips. And so she'd put this banana in there with chili cheese flavored Fritos also. And she didn't know this, but when the banana was like locked into the box, like the lunchbox, it would make everything else in the lunchbox taste like banana. So like my sandwich would taste a little bit like it, but I could tolerate that. But if you've ever had chili cheese Fritos, they're okay. But like when they taste like banana, (laughs) it's so gross. I was also just looking up the year that Lunchables came out and it was 1989. So technically, they're an 80s food, which is kind of crazy. I feel like they gained popularity definitely in the 90s, though, but that was surprising to me. Now, second on the list, we have Dunkaroos, and Dunkaroos were like kind of the dessert version of Lunchables, although there were dessert Lunchables later on, but everyone knows Dunkaroos. They're the little animal cookies or crackers, and then they had the little section full of icing, and it was usually vanilla or chocolate, and sometimes, if you were lucky, it had sprinkles in it. So, Dunkaroos were a very rare treat for me as a kid. We were like a Little Debbie household. We always had like the oatmeal cream pies and all that stuff, which that is great, you know, and they're actually made here in Tennessee, where I'm from. But I always wanted Dunkaroos as an after-school snack. And let's be honest, most of us wanted just the icing itself. We didn't really want the crackers. It was just like, I just straight up eat this icing out of the can. But Dunkaroos apparently made a comeback in 2020. And I remember this. I mean, that whole time was a blur. Let's be real. But that's so cool. And it just shows the power of the 90s and some of the nostalgic things that it would make a comeback like that. And it does make me so happy that even despite all that crap, we did have a bright spot of sunshine in 2020 that was Dunkaroos. Now, number three on this list of childhood snacks from the 90s is Trix yogurt. And I was just Googling it and I had no idea that they have brought it back. So this makes me happy. I love that all these things are coming back, all these tastes from my childhood. But Trix yogurt was basically the cereal. You know, you had the rabbit mascot Trix. And it was a two-flavored yogurt. So you had like a strawberry banana. There was cotton candy. Cotton candy was probably one of my favorites. But they were always so colorful and they always tasted so good. Did anyone else ever try to eat like one color and then eat the next color? Like eat the blue side and then eat the pink side? I was that weird kid that would try to do that. And then like I figured out very quickly. I was like, it, it all tastes the same. Like why am I doing this? You know, this might actually be the one of the healthiest snacks on this list, but I, I'm i so excited that, to know that these are available. I'm going to have to go get some of these now. So the fourth snack on the list is Fruit Gushers. And I remember the first time that I tried these, I was like, whoa, these are gummies, but they have juice inside of them. And that sounds kind of weird, but they were really, really good. 
they had different flavors. They had like watermelon and blueberry and all these different flavors. But those I actually really liked because sometimes gummies can be really hard on your teeth. And I don't know, it's saying these were made by Betty Crocker in 1991. And I think they might still be available in some places like I don't know if they have brought these back or not they also just had a name that was fun to say gushers I don't know what it was about the 90s and 2000s but there was so much like slime aesthetic you know you had slime time live on Nickelodeon everything was like gross looking (laughs) like neon green neon orange just part of the 90s aesthetic now the fifth snack that we have on the list is fruit by the foot And the different flavors that they had were berry tie-dye, blue raspberry, and strawberry tie-dye. And these were made in 1992, and they were just basically what they sound like, fruit gummy snacks by the foot. It was rolled up, and you would unroll it on this piece of paper. And a lot of times they would have jokes and puzzles and stuff on the piece of paper. I never actually did most of them, but it, it was all about the candy. Also, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but I will be posting pictures of all these snack foods on our Instagram, What the 90s Podcast, if you don't have a reference point and you want to know what I'm talking about. Back to Fruit by the Foot, though. I also remember when they had a series of these that had little shapes in them. They were like bugs and stuff, and you could poke them out and eat them separately. It was so weird, but... I remember one time back when I was playing softball, we had snack time and we would go get a snack before we'd go back on the field. And I had this fruit by the foot, (laughs) this fruit roll up. And basically I had to get back out on the field. So I just like wadded it up into a ball and shoved it in my mouth. It's like four foot of gummy. And it's like, (laughs) that was not going to dissolve easily. So I was literally out in the outfield, just like with this ball of gummy in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) and I'm sure everybody was like what is our problem like I wasn't talking because I couldn't I literally had this big wad in my mouth some people like to chew tobacco on the baseball field but uh Avery she just likes to eat fruit by the foot so number six of our snack foods from the 90s is planters cheese balls all the OGs know what I'm talking about so you've seen cheese balls at the store they're usually like I think the brand is Utz like U-T-Z and they have like a purple lid and they're usually huge, like probably have a year's worth of cheese balls in this jar. Now, planters cheese balls were very expensive and they were in a tiny little jar and they had the peanut guy, planter peanut with the little cane and the top hat on and it was a blue container. So there was an ungodly amount of cheese dust in these containers. Like if you ever wanted to subdue your enemies and you didn't have pepper spray, this could work in a pinch. You could literally just throw this at your enemies and it would just be like cheese dust and it would blind them. But it was so good. I think that's why they were so good because they put so much cheese dust in there. I mean, so much flavor. So these were so good, but you would eat them literally in one sitting. So I understand why they have the huge jars of cheese balls now, because it's basically like eating cheesy air. It's gone and it's like not even that filling. Now, number seven on the list is 3D Doritos. And I've heard a rumor that these might be coming back. Let's see what we got here on Google. It says now, oh, Doritos is revisiting its fan favorite 3D Crunch Chip in a whole new flavor. Okay, so this was in 2022. 
so they may be back on shelves for all I know. But 3D Doritos were basically like the smaller version of Bugles, you know, those little things that look like cornucopias and you can put them on your fingers if you're feeling particularly childlike, which <laughs> I, I can't eat Bugles without doing that. But these had more flavor. They had the, the cheesy flavors of the Doritos and they were pretty good. I feel like I didn't have these a ton as a kid though. Like I would buy them out of a vending machine occasionally because usually my parents would get like the bulk chips like corn chips or just Lay's. We wouldn't get these or get Pringles because there's not as much so it's not a good value. Now number eight on the list can kind of be a meal or a snack but it is SpaghettiOs. If you were a kid in the 90s and your parents didn't have as much time to make a meal you can guarantee that they probably had Chef Boyardee or they had SpaghettiOs. Now apparently SpaghettiOs are still around and this makes me want to go get some but basically they were exactly what they sound like little noodle O's. They look like cereal sort of but it's spaghetti and they were really good. They had a distinct kind of taste like I can still taste them as I'm talking about it but they would have little bitty meatballs in there too but yeah they're made by Campbell's. So typically if I wasn't having like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I would have SpaghettiOs for dinner and me and my brothers all really liked it. So I think that was just probably the easiest thing for my parents and it was a no-brainer because sometimes as a kid you can be very picky. Next on the list is Snackwell's Devil Food Cake Cookies and I actually had these at my grandmother's house which uh, would have been my dad's mom. We would go to her house sometimes and she always had the best snacks. She had those planters cheese balls and then she had these Snackwell's Devil Food Cake Cookies and they were the weirdest cookie I'd ever had because they were spongy. You know, typically you think of a cookie being kind of crunchy, but these were the devil's food cake. So they were more, I hate this word, but moist <laughs> and they were very just squishy. They kind of had like a marshmallow sort of texture to them. But sadly, they were the whole Snackwell's uh, food group was discontinued in 2022. So I don't know, maybe we'll see some of these show up on the black market. Now, number 10 on our list of snacks is Bagel Bites. And technically, these, this is blowing my mind, were made in the mid-1980s. But I feel like they were very much a part of our life as kids in the 90s. This one probably isn't much of a stretch because Bagel Bites are still around. You all probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But they were just little bitty bagel pizza bites. And they were so good. They were just an easy snack to have after school. You know, your grandparents or parents would just pop them in the toaster oven or in the microwave and they were ready to go. According to Google, we have two Floridians to thank for the creation of Bagel Bites. So, way to go, Florida. You gave us something good. I'm just kidding. There's other good things to come out of Florida. I can't think of anything right now, except maybe Disney World. So, don't hate me. But yeah, Bagel Bites were the perfect solution for an after school snack and you it didn't take as long to make them as it would a normal pizza and you also just had as many as you wanted <laughs> you didn't feel like oh i'm only regulated to three or four slices it's like i can have eight to ten of these bagel bites um but they were pretty filling and oh but if if you burnt your mouth with these it was awful you know because you'd always get that one you'd be really hungry grab it out of the toaster oven and then just burn the whole roof of your mouth and it was awful. Now the last snack food on this list is Dippin' Dots and believe it or not this was actually made in 1988 
by a microbiologist named Kurt Jones. I know some of these snack foods are kind of skirting the 1980s, but I feel like a lot of these big companies got started in the 80s, but then didn't become household names or widely known to consumers until the 90s. I remember first seeing Dippin' Dots at the mall, though, and I was like, oh my gosh, move over Ben and Jerry's. This is the ice cream of the future, because it was just like these little pellets of ice cream, and they were highly concentrated and frozen to such a point that they were, they held their shape. But I remember getting the mint flavor, mint chocolate chip, and it was so good. That's really cool, though, that these were made in Lexington, Kentucky, because I don't know. I think it's so fascinating to see where restaurants and chains and food companies are based, because sometimes they're in rural areas. They're not necessarily in big cities. I mean, Lexington is a bigger city in Kentucky itself, but... It's not like New York or something. Now, I'm going to throw one more item on this list. It's not one that I actually like, though. This is a snack food from the 90s that I, in early 2000s, that I wasn't very fond of. So, drum roll, please. The honorable mention goes to Scooby-Doo Gummy Snacks. Now, if you ever had these, some people really liked them. Some people really did not like them. I was in the camp of not liking them. I mean, when you've almost choked on fruit by the foot in the outfield, anything else is inferior. But yeah, the Scooby-Doo gummies were just like really pigmented and really chalky. They tasted chalky. I don't know how else to describe it. I know some people really liked them, but I thought they were kind of gross. There were much better gummies on this list like Gushers and fruit by the foot. And I wasn't a fan of the Scooby-Doo gummies, but I felt like they deserved at least a mentioning on this episode. So yeah, that concludes our episode of some of the best snack foods from the 1990s and early 2000s. I just want to apologize again. Thank you all for putting up with my voice. I am on the mend and getting better from being sick, but I still have my voice kind of cracking a little bit, but hopefully by the next episode, that won't be the case. I hope you all enjoyed this walk down memory lane and reliving some of these snacks, and I hope you all will answer my poll after the podcast. I'm really curious to know what some of your all's favorite snacks were from this time period. Now, for our next episode, we're going to be talking about fashion trends from the early 1990s to mid-2000s, so I hope you all will tune in, and I will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the 90s Podcast. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is What the 90s Podcast. Our email for general inquiries is Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Oh,